0: We're learning the third of Parshas Achrei, Mchelik Yitzayin, on page one ninety three. Today's she is being learned by the Nishmas of Yosef Ben Yamin Ben Rav Menashe This is a sicha that will discuss the subject of tshuva, and along with tshuva comes the union you know, of vidui, confession, and also kapara, the atonement as a result. And the Rebbe will explain what the essence of tshuva is, primarily based on what the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya in Igerasa Tshuva regarding the confession that the kohen gadol says when he sends off the Sohira, this is the goat that was sent off to be thrown off the mountain of Azazel so the passage so describes the confession as follows that he would confess for all the sins of the Eden so first it uses the term of then it says was called pish Am Lachol Chatoisam Three different expressions regarding the sins of Yidin. And from them learned From these three expressions the Apostolic says in this order, Rav Meir learns out, as to say, the Seydah from Vidu is the order when the Kain confesses the Avedis of the Yidin, Kates Ad so he says Avisi, Pashati, L'Chatosi. The order is first Avisi, then Pashati, and then Chatosi. And we'll see in a moment right here, what the difference between these different levels of sins are. The <laughs> Chachamim disagree with Meir, vile, because they say as follows. is as The term Avedis refers to premeditated sins, or something that a person does knowingly, intentionally. Pshayim, eilu amarden. Pshayim refers to Avedis that a person does, despite, or a person does, as a rebellion. So it's even worse. On Unchatasam eilu goges. The expression of chatasam, or achet, refers to something that a person does unintentionally, inadvertently. So therefore, he says, what's the right order? Once a person confesses for those Avedas that were done b'mezid, or were done as a rebellion, would he then have to go and confess even for those Avedas that were done inadvertently? So that he wonders on the opinion of Rav May regarding the order. Nor, they say that it is, so therefore the Chachamim say the order when a person confesses, and in this case when the Gadol confesses, is Chatasi, Vavisi, Upashati. I sinned, referring to the Avedis, then B'Mezid, and then Pashati, the ones that are the a person has done, rebelling against Hashem. Uh, in connection to the Vidu, that every individual is obligated. When he does tshuva, Paskin the Rambam. So the Rambam Paskins as follows: Kaitzab Mitzvah. How does one confess? Oymeri says, "On Hashem Chotasi Avisi Peshati Lufanecha." So he says it in the order that the Chachamim say: First a chet, and then oven and then a Pesha. Va, va, Sicikach I did as follows: Va'renei I regret what I've done. Uboishti. I'm embarrassed for my sin, my actions. Ulo Oyla Meni Chazel And I'll never return to this again. This is the primary nusach, the words that a person says when he's confessing for his aveis. But further there, the Rambam brings and says and regarding the vidui, the confession, every year is obligated to say. The vidui, the confession, that it's a custom of all yidden to say. We have all sinned. Vuhu ikra vidi, saying this, just this, that we have all sinned, using the term Chatanu, that is the primary vidi. <speaking> in tor <Hebrew> undema This is the way it's paskin in tor undema, and the rebbe here quotes what the Alta rebbe says in Shochanarach, Im stam Just one word: if a person confesses in Yom Kippur and says chetasi, I've sinned, using this term of chet. So with this. He's done his mitzvah of confessing on Yom Kippur. So that from based on what we saw before in the so the question here is as follows. is So from what we see here in this Lashon, it seems to be that as David Yibu Lashon Alein, confessing and using the term just khatasi, nidzogndig Avisi not adding a Avisi or pashati that refers to that Aved is done with mazid or that Aved is done as a Meridit, rebelling against Hashem, is Genuk Ivala Veris? Just a term Khatasi is enough of a confession for all ofis. or Mardim. Even for those Avedes that are done by Mezid or as a Merida? So the question here is Khatasi, as a why would confessing and saying that I've done an Ave Bishig of Maradim Vazadinis? Why would that be a sufficient confession to also include Avedes that a person has done as a Merideh, to rebel, or intentionally, that's much larger, much, much more of an aveda than just saying Khatasi. So how could this be considered to be the main mitzvah vidui that you yitzu with this? So now the Rebbe brings more here, what we see, what the Rambam says regarding confession. Afopi as ikhra is the dozog Although, as the Rambam clearly says in the Alter Rebbe, that just saying "chatosi" is the main mitzvah Vidhi. when there is yaitz the mit mitzvahs vidui, but, but however, it's best though sleep shleimus mitzvahs avidu in order that the mitzvah of confession should be done fully and properly. Raphmizogim videm on friev from Rambam, so one should say like the Rambam says, "On Hashem chatosi avisi peshati v'areni chanti u'beishti b'maisai u'lo eilem ani so as we quoted the same Lashem before, that this is the best to include in the vidui more details in saying the, what, what the person is confessing for. Nachmer, Sefer HaMitzvahs, even more so, so in the Sefer mitzvah Dr. Rambam, the Rambam adds another detail, as in the vidui, is mer'eich koilul bakashas kapara, that one includes also in the confession, requesting, asking of Hashem for atonement, the Yavakish kapara, you should ask for, for Hashem to provide an atonement for him. Chumta so here it comes out as follows, Azim viduhi zanedot zvei so we have in two levels, or two different aspects. Alef, Ikera viduhi, is the primary confession, the main confession, or the mitzvah of it, the mitzvah of confession, Vosivdemiz zu tsezok stam chotasi, as the Rambam says, and the Alter says, for well, this is just, just enough one word to say, I have sinned, using this expression of chet, the base, then there is the ultimate, or the complete level of where a person is fully confessing, which includes additional details, as the Rambam says. Similar we find, regarding the Mitzvah of Tshuva as well, these two aspects. There is the Mitzvah of Tshuva, the main Mitzvah of what it consists of, as we'll soon see, on the Shlemus of Mitzvah of Tshuva, but then there's the mitzvah of tshuva that includes more details to bring the tshuva to its fullest extent. as will be explained later in Sifay. The So now we can say, now say over here that these two points are connected. As since when it comes to confessing, is and confession is not just a side point regarding the tshuva that a person does. No, was the, tshuva believe. the concept of confessing is to take that tshuva, which is in the heart, where the person returns and repents and returns to Hashem, and to express it in words, to say that I've, I've sinned and therefore I'm returning, so it's expressing the very tshuva itself. The in vid So therefore, just like in chuva there are two levels, two aspects of the chuva So so too in the confession, there are two different aspects. Aleph that There's the main confession. that which is to express the main chuva of the person. The expression that The expression dalta says there's mitzvah sat The mitzvah of chuva the There's the essence of what the mitzvah itself is. One of them is genuk chatosi. To express the, etze, the essence of the mitzvah, it's enough if one just says that one word "chatasi" as a confession. And be is the shleimus from vidui. Then there is the completion or the whole, the full vidui. the Shlemus from tshuva. That expresses the fuller level of tshuva. And of them is the vidui. And for this, is necessary to add other details that the Rambam mentions regarding the the vidui to express fully the tshuva. So to understand the difference between the essence of the Tshuva, the mitzvah of the Tshuva that comes out in one word of confession and the, the full Tshuva that comes out in all the details of the kapara. So let's explain the argument that we see in the Gemara amongst Tanoim regarding the various categories of Atonement that the Gemara tells us about. Shalom, Rab ben Chorash, and Rab Elazar ben Azariah, Beraimi. So, Rab Masiv ben asked from Rab Elazar Azariah in the city of Rome. Shamaita arba haluke kapara shahayr Rabbi Da'irish. Have you heard of the four different categories of kapara that Rabbi Shmuel expounded upon? Amar, Rab Elazar Azariah answers. Shloish shehen. Now, I say that there's only three of them. U'tshuve im kolechot Vechot. And with each one of the levels of atonement, their chuvah comes along with them. And he said what the levels are as follows. al a person did an Avede, transgressed and did not fulfill an assay. and he does He doesn't budge from his place after doing tshuva and the Eibisho immediately forgives him. Oved al-Loi a person transgressed and did not keep Eloi Seseh, what we're supposed to refrain from doing. Va'asa tshuveh Eloi, and he does tshuva, Va'asa tshuveh, that is, he does tshuva is Tshuva the Tshuva itself suspends any punishment, the but only after Yom Kippur does he have the full Atonement. ovaraal a person is over on Aveda where the punishment is Kadis, or Mrs. Bezden, the death that comes from, from heaven, but, or that sorry, the death that comes here from Bezden, V'asa Tshuva, and for this a person, the Tshuva, so after Chuvah and Yom Kippur, his punishment is suspended. And only after this additional affliction or suffering, the person will be totally cleansed and totally atoned for. A person that has desecrated Hashem's name. So Chuvah does not have the power to suspend this the, the punishment. And Yom Kippur will not atone for him. And any suffering will not bring a cleansing to the person. All three, Shubha, Yom Kippurim, and Yisurim, will only suspend the punishment. Only after he passes away, that will totally cleanse the person from the sins and be totally atoned for. Him. That's what we have here in the Gemara. seems to be a discussion between Rab Masih and Rabbi Ben Azaya. Regarding the levels or the categories of Kapar, Ramasi ibn Khayr starts off saying that there are four categories, and Rab-Lazah ben-Azari says, no, there's only three. So the Mepharshim asks the obvious question here in this discussion. Rab-Lazah ben that says that there's only three is counting here four. Why does he say that there's only four? Only three, that is. He counts, it is as Mitzvah Saseh, Mitzvah Saseh, and then Kodesh and Mitzvah Saseh, and then Chlul Hashem. Zanadav Dem Da Tzvei B'yurim. Zanadav Dem Tzvei there are two explanations what exactly Rablazah ben Nazariyahu was saying when he only counted three Chalukah kapara. Aleph, one explanation is the Piddish Fun Marsha, the Pshat van says, On Azay Shetet B'Fedish in Yerishalmi, Ve'abreng up, and it says this clearly in the Yerishalmi to explain the opinion of Rablazah ben Nazariyahu. As tshuva, when it comes to the level of a person that was just either in a mitzvah saseh. And for him, he just has to do tshuva. So since tshuva is what's required in each one of these levels, So therefore it's not included here in these categories where we are counting the specific levels that are different one from another. So there tshuva, which is the same by all, are not counted. The chiluke kapara, the various categories, when they're divided into different categories, then employees that For that we only have three, yome kippurim, yisudim, and misa. Yamakipurim regarding the loiseseh, and yisudim regarding kades and mises bezden, and misa regarding chelul Hashem. So those are the three that are counted because they are divided, in different categories. And Pshad the another to explain what Rabbi Loza ben Azari was saying that there's only three categories of Kapara is what it says in the Sefer Akedah. As Nichiluke Kapara Verengerechent, then in these categories we're only counting Nardi Vasaada Miskape Ben Bchayev, what a person will be atoned for in his lifetime. While Eina Mesim Nichnosim LeMinyan Chiluke Kapara, the fact that a person can be atoned for after he passes away, that's not counted over here in these levels of Kapara. We're only counting what a Balchuvik could achieve while he's alive. So therefore, is not included in these categories of Kapara. Because for Hashem, a person is not atoned for until after he passes away. So those are the two explanations of what Rabbi Loza Ben-Azariah was saying here. Ain't it from the Shverikaiten in Pirisham Marshaiz? One of the questions that there are on the Pshat that it says in the Marshaiz is as follows. Loetzaim Pirish, according to his understanding here in the Gemara, Kumtai so it would come out as follows: As the Shinui unoivtu from Rabbi Elazar ben Azayir, what Rabbi ben Azayir is changing when he's saying different than what Rab Masia ben Chalas said. As Shloisha hein, that there's only three categories. And not four is nit inyan v'sus ala halacha. There's really no point, and there's nothing relevant practically or la in what he's saying back to Rab Masiv Ben that there's only three and not four. On nit and and we don't really see any chiddush in what he's saying regarding the kapara, the atonement. Why? Rab Masiv Ben both the one that was asking here, Rab Masiv Ben Chadarsh, on saider ayna Rab and the one that responded, Rabbi Elazar ben Azayir, in Bishita Achas, they really hold the same thing, as by Ovar I say, when a person is over a mitzvah sase, is It's enough tshuva to completely atone for the person. They're unterschieds So the only difference between them is a Seems to be just a difference as far as the number of whether it's included in the count or not included in the count. See, kapara whether Chuba, which is equal for all of them, do we include that in the number as a fourth, or because it's the same by all, so we don't include it in the number. But that's it's just a technical difference as far as the number, whether we want to include it in a separate category or not. But other than that, there's really no difference here between Ramas and ibn Khadrash and Rabbi Loza ibn Azariy. So what's really the point of this discussion between them, whether the number is three or four? According to the Rashad, there's another question here. In What is the explanation of the argument here It's between Rav Masih ben Chorosh and Azayi and Teisefte? What's the difference between the opinion of Rav Masih and Chorosh? And it actually says this way in the Teisefte as well. That says it is four levels of Kapodah. Varam Tshuva is bakhlala because we do count chuvah, When Ablazah was Azayi Vashalt And Ablazah ben that says that there are only three and we don't count Tshuva because it's the same by all. What's the explanation of this smachleikus? The riber. So in order to explain and answer both of these points here, let it that The, Rakeide, the Rakeide says a different pshat. As when it says here that there's only three, is Rablaz and Azay and Azay is coming to say that we don't count the last. We don't count chil Hashem. And what he's accomplishing by saying this is as kapore is machayim he wants to come and explain that, unlike Ramasim and Chorosh, that said that there are four, because we include also the kapara that a person comes to even after he passes away, so he's coming and saying, no, kapara is only counted if a person could achieve this when he's alive. After a person passes away, then that level of kapara is not counted here. That's the point here of the Dakeda, so we understand what they're arguing about, and we understand. Why is there a certain Chiddush mm-hmm. in what Rabbi Loza Ben-Azariah said regarding the Kapodah? Aber, but really the question of here is, Even according to the explanation of that Akedah, it still requires an additional explanation here. Vib'al oich Hashem ad So even Rabbi Loza Ben-Azariah agrees that a person will not be atoned for until he passes away. The Seis is do Oich let ben even if I will agree that there is a kapada for the Neshama Al Kapodah, for the Neshama, after he passes away, then it will achieve its kapada And therefore nothing will be mentioned and he will not be punished, God forbid, in Eilam Abba, when he comes in the world to come or in Gan Eden. So what really is the difference between the Masih and, and Ablaza ibn Azariah, when the Masih ibn says that we include the level of kapada that a person reaches after he passes away, and Ablaza ibn Azariah says, no, we're only including the level of kapada or the kapada that a person reaches when he's alive. Why, why, what? They both agree that they will come to a kapada after he passes away, even for Khil Hashem. But for some reason, Ablaza ibn Azariah says that kapada is not counted. What's the explanation for this machlaikis? So the Rebbe will focus on this last point here to explain, according to Rav Loza ben why kapara is dafke Mikhay, when a person is alive. What the Rebbe first introduces, what the Rebbe says in Tanya, when he quotes this Bray here, The Rebbe in Zok. When the Rebbe begins in Yegeres HaTshuva, the Rebbe quotes the Gemara and says as follows. Tanya B'Saif Yume, we learned in the end of Yume, Shlusha, Cheluke kapara Heim, the three categories of Kapara. u and imko With each one of them, there's Tshuva. On bring to Nach, the three Babes. The Alter Rebbe brings the three different uh, the things that are mentioned there, the three categories: overal mitzvah sase, overal mitzvah sleisase, and Avral krisus amisus pesden. And then he concludes in his Nachmasayim at kam B'Raisa. This is the quote of what it says in the Breisa. On bring b'chlal nit arab de baba vegichil l'Hashem. The Alter does not bring at all the last category mentioned in the Breisa, which is chil l'Hashem. When it's a sifile bit merames, but of meisas zayin v'chulom, the Alter Rebbe doesn't even hint to it by adding the word v'chulom. Nor then bava ofra krisus and Mrs. Besden. After quoting the last ofra krisus and Mrs. Besden, so what do we understand from this? Going back to what we had before, how do we explain Abulazib and Azari's opinion that only accounts three and not four categories here? So the fun is understood. The way the Alter quotes this phrase, it's understood as the Alter Rebbe learned as does Rav Luzzas Ben Azayu When he says that there are three categories of kapare, named that to shaylul zayn, overal mitzvah seichelu. He's not negating mitzvah seichel where there's only tshuva, which is equal for all kapirisham hashal like the mashas nor chilul Hashem kapirishake. He's negating chilul Hashem that this is what Rav Ben is not counting. As we see, the Altareba doesn't quote it. So, the question over here is Why is it at all relevant here in this section of Tanya, Igeres Hatshuva, with Altareba discusses? With Altareba is Mevayeh, Mitzvah, Sachuva, Altareba explains what the Mitzvah of is. On Avedis HaTshuva, what's included in the whole Avedah of Tshuva, Al-Darach HaNiklev, Al-Darach both in the revealed aspect of taira and also according to the secrets and the deeper elements of Teireh, to maktim to give us this introduction here, as nor Giml Chaluke there that are three categories of chuva that the gemara counts in this B'raiseh, um, goshe, as and the Alta quotes this price and he says at kan b'rayse, that it should be clear that it's only these three and the fourth Hashem, is not included. Why is that relevant for the Al-Tarebbe to bring in and to emphasize in the beginning of oh, you where the Alta doesn't even get into discussing the concept of kapara as much as the union of Chuba? That's really what the Al-Tarebbe is coming to explain. So, again, so we can say from what we understand from this is, as this itself is an important point here. By the Altarebbe quoting in the beginning of ygeresat shuve, this Breise that talks about these categories of kapore. is the Rebbe emphasizes with this as von is That when it comes to shuve. So the atonement that comes as a result of the person doing tshuva is actually the completion of the tshuva. It adds, it adds more to the tshuva itself. in this also explains why later in get tshuva, the al brings regarding the different fasts that a person fasts in order, was zich, that are necessary for a person to complete his atonement, Well, thus Alt get in tachlis on from tshuva. The Atonement, the Kapareh, is also a, a purpose and also a Shlemus of his Tshuva. Or Kadlechaman Siv as will be explained soon in Siv So we understand why Dalte Rebbe B'chlal brings this Braiseh. He opens up with this Braiseh about kapara, where he's going to be speaking about Tshuva. On, um, and now also, as we pointed out before, the mitvah said is Madgish, as is Zen and Blois Dosh, lo ishechilu ki by quoting the Brides and emphasizing that there are only three levels of kapara, unchil Hashem is nitfunsay, and chil is not one of them. Is there a with this? The Alterab explains to us as the inyina kapara, via says a tale from shlemus mitzvah Looking at kapara, when it comes as a shlemus here to complete the tshuva, undufar dafnes mevarzay in yigeras <Hebrew> tshuva, and therefore the Alter is quoting and explaining this here, this kapara. And the Tanesim, even in the at because the Kapara is also a shlamis of the chuve, the which means thus was kapara is The fact that Kapare is not just a thing for itself, but Kapare is also the purpose of the chuve, is not at di kapare was tutsuch This is only the, the kapara that a person brings and accomplishes and reaches in his lifetime. On nit, di kapare, and not the kapara that a person comes to after he passes away. In other words, as the Rebbe will explain soon, if you want to look at kapada as as something for itself, so then the kapara while a person is alive, the kapara a re- person reaches after he passes away, are equally a level or a concept of kapara. But the atonement, the kapara that a person comes to as a completion for his tshuva, that is only the kapara in his lifetime because when it comes to Tshuva, one of the main points about Tshuva is, Das was in is the fact that a person comes to Tshuva in his lifetime. It will come on, as will be explained later in Sifches, the Beer So to explain all of this, so again, the Rebbe will explain here the uh, opinion of Rebbe Lohazah ben that we're not counting Chilol Hashem because that's Tshuva in the lifetime of a person, and to explain Tshuva, to explain why Kapare is the shleimus of tshuve, and that that shleimus is only in the lifetime of a person. Gleich nochem brengen de breise von seif jume. Right after the alterebe quotes this breise, Zokta alterebe in Nigeria Sachuve, the alterebe follows up and says as follows. What is the mitzvah of tshuve menatayre? He has ziba sachet pulvat. It's for the person to let go of the sin, and from here going forward, not the sin anymore. She belibay beliebe belev make up in his heart with a full, complete resolution. Not to return to this foolishness. And not to anymore transgress and go against the command of the king. This is the mitzvah of pulvat. So the al very clearly says that the mitzvah of Tshuva is just this alone. It's just to let go from the sin from here going forward. It's move on so it's, un- it's simply understood as al is the mitzvah ala andre yonim, aziv al is negating any other elements of tshuva that may be here, which is oich harate unvidu, which includes also a person's regrets for what he has done in the past, a feeling of regret and remorse, and the confession also. This al does not mention as far as what the mitzvah of tshuva itself is. It's just... Bulvat al treva says the mitzvah of tshuva and is just to leave, go from the sin from here going forward. Forget about the past. That's not part of the essence of tshuva itself. Now, what's the chiddush here? In chayva salvavishdayt, it says in the sefer chayva salvavish as Also, a person regretting and crying over the past and confessing about the past. Sazami mit along with now from here going forward to leave, go from the sin. The kabbalah and accepting for the future not the sin again. Zelen the Gidrei Chuva, that they are also part of the different aspects of what defines Chuva. So Charotah and vidui are relevant to the Mitzvah of Tshuva. Un alz t'noi Gidrei different aspects of what is included in what defines Tshuva, Rech dort o'ist 20 in Choeva he counts 20 different aspects to Tshuva. So he seems to include much more in the Mitzvah of Tshuva. These three points mentioned here, the charot, the vidui, and the Kabbalah for the future, he clones them in the foundations of Shuvah. And then also counts 20 different aspects in the fundamentals or the main points of what Shuvah consists of. Aber, however, from then was the Alt-Rebbe zogt, from this that the Alt-Rebbe says, as mitzvah satshuveh is aziva sachet bulvat. It's just about letting go from the sin, here. from here going forward. It's mochach, mm-hmm. it's clear, as the Alt-Rebbe nemton, that the Alt-Rebbe is saying here, hagam charote um zenen zenent fun gidrei achuve. Even if you say that charote viddui, the, the regrets and the confession on the past, are different aspects of Tshuva. When you say this at Tshuva, there are foundations, fundamental points of Tshuva. Then as a Yobinit, However, it's not the essence of the Mitzvah of Tshuva. Even if it's true that they are necessary components of Tshuva, but it's not what defines the very essence of the Mitzvah of Tshuva. what is the essence of Tshuva? Is Azib is this alone, that a person from here going forward changes his behavior and is, is making a resolution to let go from the Aveda And the is mitzvah And therefore, if a person just has this, that he's doing shuvah by letting go from the sin, from here going forward, that alone is the essence of the mitzvah of shuvah. So although there are other components and aspects to shuvah, but nevertheless, the essence of shuvah is just this, that the person lets go from the sin. What's the reason for this? The time for mitzvah at is beikir Why is it that the mitzvah of tshuva is not primarily a person focusing on the past, and crying about the past, and regretting what he has done, and so on, which according to others, we may think that that might be the main focus of tshuva. The fact that a person is making that resolution going forward to do mitzvahs and not to do any avedis, so that's already after the person has completed his tshuva and is sort of moving on. But you might think that the essence of Tshuva is looking back into the past and crying about the past. But here the Alter tells us, no, the Tshuva is not about focusing on the past, the Tshuva is just about moving forward with a resolution that he will not do any Aveda anymore. So why is that the essence of Tshuva? The full resolution for the future. Not to do any Aveda anymore. It's vile, so the reason is, and mention Because this is what the tshuva is about. Tshuva is about the what it accomplishes, what it does in the person from here going forward. As The essence of tshuva is simply this point that the person is changing from being a roshah, person that does averis, to a person that is a tzadik that does not do averis anymore. So to make that switch from a roshah to a tzadik, it's just this resolution, that going forward, he's not anymore behaving like a Roshan, he's doing his, he's just going to do mitzvahs like a tzaddik. Focusing on the past, and the remorse, and the regret regarding the past. So now, focusing on the past, and crying about that, and really regretting about what he did in the past, would be necessary to bring, that Hebushah should forgive him, and atone for him. In the scape of the chet, was freer that what he has done before. So the actions that the person did before, it could have been a direct rebellion against Hashem, or things that he's done b'mezer, or even things that have done b'shegig, and it leaves a certain effect upon the person. And for that to do tshuva and to cleanse yourself and to bring a full atonement, that is a separate point. That's the point of the kapara regarding the problems and the blemishes and the condition that the person is in, who he was in the past. That's a separate point, but the, the essence of Tshuva though is the behavior in the future, the fact that from this point forward the person is a Tzaddik, just by the resolution itself that he's not going to do any Avedis anymore, so now from this moment forward he becomes a Tzaddik. Whatever else he has to deal with from the past. Das heißt, now what this means is as follows. Be'peil kommt durch Tshuva, die the reality is that when a person does Tshuva, it does bring an atonement also for everything he's done in the past. However, this is not part of the essence of Tshuva. Tshuva is about the person being changed from here going forward. What Tshuva accomplishes, the atonement for the past, that's not the essence of Tshuva. We could even define this a step further and say, as is This was the will of Hashem. As bishaz the mensh, the ton tshuva, veter Im, Im Then the eibishu will bring upon him a kapara. In other words, the e- mitsada person, as far as what the person is doing, his avayda of tshuva is just from here now going forward to do tshuva. That's it. No focus at all on the past. The fact that when a person does Shuvah, this also changes his past, that Hashem forgives him. That's Hashem's desire. Hashem desired and said that when a person does what he has to from here go for, going forward, then Hashem will come and atone for his past as well. And therefore we see, even Rabbein Yaina Vaslafishi Tosai is harotta la ovar, un vidui, funyisaidis at Chuva. So he says that harotta, the regret for the past, and the confession are from the fundamentals of Chuva. Canal cifei, as mentioned before. He, however, does not count and include begging for the atonement. Bakash's kapare is an infant Philip. When a person asks to Hashem that he should atone him, this is a person davening. It's, it's not part of the tshuva at all. You're davening and asking Hashem for this atonement. When you do tshuva, you're davening to Hashem and asking for the atonement as well. This is abenit megidriyah tshuva. Even according to Rabbeinu Yaina, it's not part of what defines or any of the aspects of the mitzvah of tshuva. Ahmed, even furthermore, we can say, The kapoda, the fact that a person will be atoned for what he has done in the past, is not even a necessary result of the tshuva of the person. And most definitely, it does not prevent the person of doing tshuva from here going forward. This von them, as it's understood, and it's clear from this:. Says, there are such averes. When a person has a forbidden relationship and the child that's born is a mamzer, and the Gemara says that a person will not be atoned for even after Yom Kippur passes and after Yisurim as well, because there's a child, there's a mamzer that's in the world. But yet, but yet, but yet, but for the person himself, though the Gemara says that after he does tshuva, so he's not a rasha anymore, and is Eisam Amcha. he's considered to be an individual that's acting like the people in Klal Yisrael, like the rest of the nation, and he's about bal He's a tzaddik from this point forward, even though the atonement on the past cannot be achieved because there's a mamzer here in the world. So we clearly see that the kapara. Which is focused on the past to cleanse the person, and the tshuva, which is focused on the future that he is now a tzaddik, are not necessarily dependent one another. Afapikeng, but yet at the same time, bring the alte rebbe nigeres tshuva oich in yonim ve'kapore kanal Dalit. So the alte rebbe nigeres tshuva does bring different aspects regarding kapode. As quoted before, the Altarebbe begins with this B'ra'isa about the Chiluke Kapare. So we do understand from this as Oich kapare is negeya in mitzvah That the Kapare, the fact that a person is being atoned for, and this is focusing also on the past to cleanse the person, is relevant to the Mitzvah of Tshuva. So the point here is Because when it comes to Tshuva, there are two different aspects in the chuva. aleph the chuva atzma. The tshuva itself was the mensch tut, this that a person does tshuva, which is, that's the mitzvah of tshuva, the person does. And is lahaba kanal. As far as that is concerned, the tshuva is just this itself, that the person changes his behavior from here going forward, and that's it. There's nothing else that's part of the essence of tshuva. But base, but then, there tachlis chuva. But then you have the purpose or the objective the outcome of, of, of the Tshuva. That Hashem should atone for the Avedis that a person has done. Be as Avedin, to the point that the person accomplishes that he becomes That he should become totally accepted and beloved by Hashem like before he did the Avedis. That's the objective of Tshuva. And therefore, along with this, that a person does tshuva, and he lets go from the Avedah, from here going forward, there are other aspects to tshuva, the fact that a person regrets the past, and he confesses those aspects of tshuva, which come and bring about the atonement for the person for the past. But this is not the essence of the tshuva itself that the person is doing. The, the, what the person has to do is the tshuva going forward. The result of the tshuva, what the tshuva accomplishes, which is the abishta, atoning for the person, that also is focusing on cleansing the person of the past, that it should be totally accepted by Hashem like before. That's the second aspect of tshuva. But even though the point of the tshuva is that it brings about a kapara also for the past, from but nevertheless, as said before, even if the tshuva will not result in a kapara, is this the mitzvah It will not prevent the tshuva itself. And also not the main effect of the tshuva, which is from here going forward, the fact that from here going forward, the person is at tzaddik and not at rasha. Yeah, the Rebbe brings an example for this, like you have regarding davening. That a person davens, the point of davening is what? That a person should have Hashem answer his his, his prayers. But what happens if Hashem does not answer? Did the person do his mitzvah of davening? Yes. The mitzvah of davening is that a person should daven to Hashem, turn to Hashem when he's in a time of need. The result that Hashem listens to you, of course that's the objective of the davening. But at the same time though, even if the result has not come to be, it doesn't take away from the mitzvah that he has done, that he's davening to Hashem. That's a good example to understand what the Rebbe is saying here, regarding the two aspects of Tshuva. Ki the Rebbe continues, so now it's not. When it comes to fulfilling mitzvahs, the main place where mitzvahs are done, or really the only place where mitzvahs are done, is here in this world. When a person is in a soul and a body. In Ghanedin, after the person departs from the body, At that point when a person passes away he's free from his obligation of fulfilling mitzvahs. v'kiyama mitzvahs is when the is in guf. Just like we understand that the fulfilment of mitzvahs is only a soul in a body. darf zayn der ikri So the main accomplishment of a person fulfilling mitzvahs Nid the schara bol achri is not the reward that he reaches to after he passes away for the neshama in Gan Eden, not as that his mekayim tachlis b'riyosay, but rather the fact that he fulfills the purpose of his creation, a nidivresi l'shamis hashkayin, a yid is created to serve his master, and va'atam tioly mamleches kainim ve'goy kadosh. And to be part of the Yiddish nation, to be a, a, a nation of, uh, of uh, uh, kings or Koyanim, a, a holy nation. Beloshna mitzvah, To use the expression that Chassidus says. That a person does a mitzvah to become connected. To become one with Hashem that commands the mitzvahs. Which means, to draw down the revelation, the connection to Hashem in the Neshama. These ongetan and guf. The neshama, as it is in a body, bis to the to refine and elevate the body itself. That is the focus of the mitzvah. So it's not only while a person is here in the guf that you could fulfill a mitzvah, but that's actually the main focus to bring that connection of the mitzvah into the body. As erzolveren akeli lelakos, that the guf itself should also become a vessel for godliness. So now applying this back to the essence and what the mitzvah of tshuva is. From them is move on. So from this we understand bin agay at some mitzvah tshuva regarding the mitzvah tshuva. as dos was irmu vokish untakless is kapara. The fact that also the objective of tshuva is to come to kapara, to be atoned for the avedis that you've done in the past. Is ikra di kapara was tutsuchaif and then shameav is these in guf and in guf gufalay. Primarily this is regarding the kapara that a person brings. To not only the neshama, but the neshama as it is in a body and for the body itself. That's the main objective of the kapara that's brought through tshuva. Because we're talking about the mitzvah of tshuva that a person does. Like all mitzvahs, which is primarily focused on the result that it brings for the body in this world. Which is not included in the kapara that a person can come to after he passes away. as as uh, Kapara Even if also this level of kapara is accomplished ultimately also through the Tshuva. but because a person doesn't come to this in his lifetime, so this is not a shlemus of kapara that you could say that it's a shlemus in the Tshuva. because Tshuva is like every mitzvah only regarding in a person's lifetime in in, in his in the body. And that is the Kiddish of Rabbalazah ben Azariah. So this is the point that Rabbalazah ben Azariah was saying here, Vazagd Shloi Sheheyn. Rabbalazah ben Azariah says that there's only three categories of Kapara. Rabma'asih ben Kharash red vegeninyane Kapara als Kapara. Rabma'asih ben Kharash was speaking about categories of Kapara. The different times or levels that a person could come to an atonement. Ubimele. So, therefore, he says that there are four different categories for kapara. Which includes also where a person has a kapara after he passes away. is Even in such a case, a person can reach a kapara for his soul. After he leaves this world. So, that's if you're talking about kapara itself not as a shlemos for the Tshuva, not as a result of the Tshuva. He speaks about the Kapore in relation to Tshuva, what happens as a result of the Tshuva, as the objective of the Tshuva. Or to say even more than this, he speaks about shuvah, ver The fact that shuvah brings a cleansing to the person. the fact that shuvah as the as the Gemara says, that it, it cleanses a person. So as far as that aspect is concerned, the chuvah as a cleansing to the person, which aspect of the person are we speaking about? We're talking about the cleansing to the Neshama and to the Gulf in this world. Rechant erderbees, gimuchaluke kapara. So therefore, he counts three different categories of kapara, but not the one that comes after he passes away. Adiv v'zeir kapara is only what a person reaches when he's alive. While in them, bashteit that oivto eikri von ale mitzvus kailol mitzvus because this is the main point of all mitzvahs, including the mitzvah of tshuva which is in a person's lifetime to affect his and elevate and refine also the body together with the neshama. And therefore in this kapara mechaim is included but the kapara that's not in a person's lifetime is not included. And the rebbe is a nigeris at shuve, so therefore the alte rebbe a nigerasat shuve vodalte rebbe bered vege ninyana where the alte rebbe brings up the concept of kapore in its relation to shuve. Berengter shloisha cheluke kapare Therefore, the alte rebbe is very precise in saying that there are only three categories for kapore. and that chilul Hashem is not one of them. Because Khilashem Hashem is only kapara that does not relate to the body. And since we're discussing the mitzvah of tshuva, so the Shleimus of the tshuva, which is the kapara, is only that kapara which can affect not only the soul, but also the body. That's the Hezber for Rabbi Loza Azariah. So sort of the Rebbe is saying that Rabbi Masih ben and Rabbi Loza Azariah are not really arguing, but they're focusing on different aspects of kapara. Rabbi Masih ben speaks about the kapara alone, which could be seen as a separate thing, unrelated to the tshuva of the person, it's the Ratson of Hashem, to bring an atonement upon the person when he does the tshuva, as the Rebbe said before, but then there's another aspect of the kapara, the fact that the kapara comes as a result of his tshuva, and that, in, in, the, in this, that it's a shleimus to the tshuva, here that's only in a person's lifetime. There's a lot more by the way here in the Ha'aris, so much depth here in the Ha'aris, which if you have time it definitely pays, to take a look and learn the Ha'adis over here, It'll give you a much better, deeper understanding of what's going on here. Let's continue. So just like in shuva, we have these two aspects. The main thing is the chuva itself, which is from here going forward, that the person changes his behavior. On base, the fullness of the tshuva was brengt the tikkun ve ova, which rectifies things and also brings in atonement for whatever he's done wrong in the past. So we could see this reflected in the mitzvah of vidui, confession, was is dibur kanal As mentioned before, vidui is not just the side aspect of tshuva, but this is the expression of the tshuva itself. So in the vidi as well, you have these two aspects. What are the two aspects of the vidi? Aleph, the ikir, mitzvah savidui. What is the primary mitzvah vidui? Them the chatosi. Just this itself that a person could say one word, I have sinned. And that's just which could even mean beshagi. While does directoyz the mitzvah of just the confession of chotasi, this is the expression of the mitzvah of tshuva. Kabbala alah that the person is ready to accept for the future, which means hayoyz er as dosfer as was said at that he understands and recognizes what he's done as an avede. Maintes bemale as er bashlisht nitzuton das nachamol. So just by saying chotasi, that is the resolution not to sin again. But in this one word, you don't have the real, full regret for what he has done in the past. When a person just says this one word, primarily the word, is regarding the Averis that are done by Sheikik. And I can't in it, as I wrote over, He's not including in this, he's not recognizing that he's done avedis also willingly and knowingly, as that is that that it is it's all it's fully his responsibility. Manit was that but rather what he's just saying is that that it's through him and with not, not even necessarily with his awareness, is given There was something, a problem that was brought about through his behavior in the world. Transgressing and moving away from the command of the king, the king of the world. And possibly he has different excuses in his mind why this has happened. So if a person does not fully really take responsibility, he doesn't feel at fault for this. So this doesn't bring the proper regret for what he has done. So the chatosi, if you want to focus on the awareness and the recognition that I have sinned and moving forward, I drop this and I will change. So chatosi is enough. But if you want to focus on the chatosi as a confession to have the full remorse for the past, that one word chatasi is not enough. It's not shlemos, based. shlemos from mitzvot vidui. To come to the full concept of the confession. That when he's confessing. So this comes to the completion of tshuva. Which is also the regret on the past. Which according to some also includes. To beg for forgiveness by Hashem. For what he has done in the past. When he has transgressed or even rebelled against Hashem. So for that you have to have much more. On the mitzvah's move on, for Avos mitzvah zog nachatasi. So now we can understand why, when a person just says this one word alone, chatasi, is menyite mitzvah zvidui, oiv zudainus. So a person is yite the mitzvah zvidui, even for those averes that he's done b'mezer as well. Because just by saying chatasi, this is enough if you're focusing on the future, which is what the essence of the Mitzvah of Tshuva is, that a person is ready to change his behavior, just like by saying Chattasi, he's admitting and confessing that he's done Vedas and he's ready to move forward and to change. Ah, he hasn't said specifically which type of Vedas and to, to take full responsibility of the level of, of uh, the rebellion and so on, that's not necessary for the essence of tshuva. The shleimus of tshuva includes more and therefore the shleimus of the vidui also includes lechatchile to say the other details to bring the full regret for the past. So this explains the the Rebbe began with in the sichah, the two levels of vidui that there are corresponding to the two concepts that there is in the tshuva that's expressed in the vidui funigla de taira, gufa teira, all matters that we find in the revealed aspect of Tayh, it's the body of Tayra, is Mit connected to the soul of Tayrah, which is the innermost part of Taira. And even more so, What we find in the revealed aspect of Tayrah evolves and comes from the source, which is the inner part, the soul of the Theta. Is the Fun move on. So from this we understand that the the two opinions and how to explain the Braise quoted before. Gimel, Kapara. Whether there are three or four levels or aspects in the atonement. Is the We find this also to be explained in the inner part of Taira, Apikabbala According to the way it's explained in Kabbalah and Chidus. Okay, so we here, get ready for the Rebbe to explain this Indian in the language of Kabbalah pretty concisely, using different terminologies here to explain what's the significance of dividing it into three categories or four categories. So regarding these two numbers, Gimel and Dalit, whether three or four. So, Tetzamach Tzedek says, What's the significance of Gimel and Dalit? As in Kalim, Zenefaran, Gimel, Bchinis. And the level of Kalim, they're divided into three levels. And in Eiris, when it comes to the revelations, to the lights, it's divided in four. So when the Rebbe speaks about Eiris and Kalim here, this is a common terminology used in Chassidus and Kabbalah. As we'll see soon, the Rebbe gives the example for this. The Neshama and the Goph is the air, the neshama is the light, the life force in the person, and the body is the khali, is the vessel that contains the 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 neshama that is in it. That's a simple example for iris and khalim, but the same is also true in all of the levels and all of the spiritual worlds that it's comprised of iris and khalim. So iris are four and khalim are three. And the Rebbe explains shortly why that is. There are... Three levels of revelation was in and that relate and enter into the kalim to be received and enclosed in the kalim. On the third Darge, then there's a fourth level of light. was then in from the that's above the kalim. It does not get enclosed and involved in the kalim. The father is, and therefore the, the worlds also are divided in these levels. and So we know that in the spiritual worlds, that's divided generally into three levels. The three worlds of Bri Yitzira and Asiya. While Olamis is in Yonam Kalim. The concept of every world is, every world is defined and contains a certain level of what exists in that reality, in that world. So every world is another Kali, is, represents another level. When Atzillus, the world of Atsilus, which is higher and above these three worlds, was Ikrai, is Iris, that's a world which is primarily Revelations, Gate nitarayn in dominion, does not enter into this count of the Kalim, because over there it's primarily Iris. so only when you speak about Iris do you include the fourth world, which is therefore the iris are hinted in the number Dalit. With this, we understand the two opinions regarding how we count the chilukeh kapore. Rambamsi ben Chorash counts it as four, and Ralaza ben Azaria counts it as three. A statement in Kabbalah, son Kabbalat, says as the Dalit chilukeh kapore that the four different categories of kapore counted here, then in Kenega the Daladaylum is Abiyah correspond to these four worlds of Atzilus, Bria, Yitzirah and Asiyah. Mitzvah Sasei is in the world of Asiyah, Mitzvah Saseh in Yitzirah, Christus and Mitzvah Bezden is in Bria, and Chilul Hashem is in Atzilus. So the atonement for each one of these corresponds to, a higher, to another world, to a higher world, depending on the level of atonement that you have to achieve and reach, so you go a world higher and higher. So now, Rab ben Chorosh, Red, Vegen Eir, Vosendems, the Dalit Chennis. Rab ben Chorosh is speaking about the levels of revelation that you have to reach to achieve this atonement, and therefore he divides it into the four levels. That's why he says it are four categories of Kapara. On the, on the other hand is speaking about the way the kapara is divided according to the level of kalim and those levels where it's contained. The light is contained in this kalim that you have to reach. So therefore he only counts three categories for the kapara. On Rechon Nidchil was Vosis Kenegad and it does not count Chil L'Hashem, where in order to reach an atonement for Chil L'Hashem, you have to reach all the way up to the world of Atzilus, which is a, where primarily is just light and revelation without being defined and contained as it is in the other three worlds. And das is Masim mitn Eben gesagten Hasbir in Nigle in das The explanation here and the difference between Rab Masib and Chorash and Rablaz ben Azaria, how we count the Chiluke Kapore. It fits with what we said before in Nigla to explain the opinion of Ablazim Azariah. So what did we say before? As itchil HilLahem, so the reason he doesn't count chil Hashem. while Zayn Miruk is mise, because the cleansing and the atonement for chil Hashem is only after the person passes away. So how is this connected to what we're saying here that the atonement of chil Lashem is connected to the world of Atsilos, which is primarily a revelation without a Ka the two parts of a person's being, his soul and his body, veren nimshach, and They come from and they are similar to the two levels that all the worlds comprise of, which is Iris and Kalim. Nishame is Iris, the soul of a person is the revelation. the body, calim. That's the the body that the, the physical that contains the revelation of the in it. So therefore we understand. So the fact that it does not count amongst the Chiluki Kaparech, Chilul Hashem, Tzlibdem, Vazen Mirok, Yizdurich Miseh, Yitziyas HaNeshama Maagov, because this is an atonement that you reach only when you pass away, when the Neshama departs from the body, is Behessem, Mitnhezbesh Api Kabbalah, that fits perfectly with the explanation, according to Kabbalah, that says as is connected that to reach the atonement for Chilul Hashem, you have to reach up to the world of Atzilus, <laughs> which is a place, which is a world that is primarily a revelation above being enclosed in a keli, which reflects itself in the life of a person, where after his neshama departs from the body. So this is all the explanation of the Mahloikis of Rab Masih ben and Rab Loza ben according to one opinion that they are arguing regarding Chilil Hashem, whether you include Chilil Hashem in the Dalit, Chiluke, Kapata, or not. Now the Rebbe will explain the other opinion. So we spoke before, as in Yerushalmi on Marsha is the Pshat Bavli, that it says clearly in the, in the Yerushalmi and the Marsha says that in the Bavli this is also the Pshat what he counts is the three things that bring about atonement Yom Kippur Yisurim and Misa which are unique in their own way but he doesn't count Shuvah because Shuvah is something that's equal by all so now to explain according to this pshat in the language of Kabbalah In HaKabbalah so to explain it in the words of Kabbalah so that means that Ablasbon Azariah is only counting the levels of kapareh that are related to the three worlds of Atzilus Brian Yitzir, He does not count the level of Asiyeh, was mitzvah, chuvah is connected where mitzvah sase is corresponding to the world of Asiyyah, where a person just does chuvah and that reaches the atonement, that he does not count. So how, how do we explain this according to Kabbalah? Is the beard in them? So the explanation here is as follows: gimel and dalid. So now to explain the difference between these two numbers, three and four, or gimel and Dalit. is So sometimes there's an explanation given, like, the leel sifiod, different than what we explained before in sifiod, what these numbers are. As this gimel that it's actually in the reverse. The number three refers to the revelation to the lights on dalid of Kalim. And the number four, Dalit, that refers to the Kalim. Why is it in the opposite? So the Rebbe explains. So it's known that the ten spheres can be divided into the following four categories. This is Chochme, Bina. Chochme is the breakthrough, the opening, the first level of revelation. Then Bina, when it's defined, then it's comprehended and it's brought down into details. That's all still within Meichen. And then ZA, which is the midas of Hashem, on Malchus, and then finally the level of Malchus, the lowest level that receives all and brings out the hashpa to the next world. Those are the four levels that the ten spheres can be divided into. So now the mashpia. The first three levels here, Chachme, Bina, and ZA, are on mashpia. It's a level that contains a revelation of its own, and it provides, it gives its own aspect of revelation. And Malchus is Bechinas Regarding Malchus, it says in many places, Malchus has nothing of its own. Malchus is just there to receive from the Hashpah, from the higher levels of the Sviris. And it gives it over to the lower world. Vestafar is ikara kalim in Malchus. Primarily the concept of kalim, even if you do have it to some extent in the previous levels, but primarily a Kaili, which is just an idea of a Kaili to receive is in Malchus. So now, saw so it comes out. The Fize, Weizen, the beginnes, Mashpia. So, looking at the Ten Sfiris, the three first aspects of the Ten Sfiris, Chachme, Bin, and Zah, which are Mashpia, which provide a certain light of its own. That is the lights, that's that's uh, the first three levels. On the and then including the fourth level, Dalid, Malchos if So the fourth level of Malchos, that's the level where it receives. That's the Keli. So therefore the number Dalit refers to the Kalim. This also is reflected in the worlds that there are we mentioned before, A the Bri, Yitziran sanal the four different aspects that there are in this spheres, also correspond to the four oylemes. The mispar gimel, of The number three refers to the three worlds of atzilus, bria, and yitzire. Atzilus corresponds to chokma, bria corresponds to bina, and yitzire has zot, the middle, in it. The mispar dalit, the number four, if includes all four, oichasiyeh. Also the lowest world, the world of Asiya as well, which is corresponding to Malchus. So this is a different explanation in how we understand the difference between the number Gimel and Dalit. Gimel is the Aedis and Dalit is the Caleb. So now, according to this, it would come out as the mispar from Gimel, Chiluke Kapore, Shemiru The three that the way Rabbi Lozzi ben Azaria, Rabbi Lozzi ben Azaria, is dividing it in Yerushalmi. Vomitzvah Sasei, Keneged Asiya, Veret Nit Gerechent. So the lowest level, the mitzvah Sasei, corresponding to the world of Asiya, is not counted. Is Masim Al Pikabala. So this also fits according to what it says in Kabbalah. The three levels according to this interpretation, what do they show on? If Atzilus That refers to the three worlds of Atzilus Brian and As we said before, to achieve atonement for this, you have to reach to the world of Atzilus, for Krisus and Mrs. Beznin to the world of Bria, and for Mitzlasa to the world of yitzire. But Asiyah here is not counted because Asiyah is the lowest. It refers to the the, the Asayi, which is the makabel, the Kali. And Rabbi Loza ben was only talking about the Ayris, not about the Kalim. That's the Hezbeh according to what it says in the Yiddish Al-Ami. So basically it comes out according to the first Hezbeh. Rabbi Loza ben was focusing on the levels of the kapade, the way it relates to the Kalim. And therefore, he counts bri, and According to this in Yerushalmi, Rabbi Allah ben is focusing on the levels of the Kapara that you have to reach in the Iris, and therefore, he's only counting Atsilas, brie, and Yitzirah, and he skips Asiyah, which is the lowest. And over there, that's just a Makabal, primarily, not an Indian of Iris. So, those are the two interpretations here. And in all different interpretations in Teireh that relate to one concept are connected to one another. A point that the Rebbe says many, many times. is So therefore over here regarding these two interpretations. When Rabbi L'Azab and Azariah says it is only three levels of Kapara, Is Rabbi L'Azab and Azariah Hashem atzilus? Is he negating, is he not counting the level of Kapara of khilil Hashem which is in the world of Atzilus? Or the mitzvah or he's not counting the level of Kapodah, seemingly the lowest level of Kapodah, which is the world of Asiyah. So in other words, in the, in the simply, it seems like these two pshatim are really complete opposites. Which one is he skipping? Is he skipping the highest level of Kapodah relating to the world of Asiyah? A- or is he skipping the lowest level of Kapodah relating to the world of Asiyah? They seem to be contradicting interpretations, very different. They are really related to one another. Whether it's the one of Atsilus, the highest level of Kapara, or the lowest level of Kapara, of Asiyah, that he's not counting, these two levels of Kapara that he decides not to count are related to one another. Where do we see this? The Pasuk, which is the source for these afasisiv, that for my honor, There's the world of Bria, and then there's the world of Yitzira, and then there's the world of Asiya. But it says there also the word Af, adding another world here that besides these three of Bria, Yitzirah and Asiyah, there's one more. So the Alte explains in the Alte as with the word Af, Loshin Ribu, it adds one more, is the Pasuk Marbe, Nachan Innin, was Hecher from Barasif Geimer, the Pasuk here is adding another world that's higher than the world of Bria, P'chines Azeelus. And that's the source for the world of Atzilus. On the funaf by asisiv dafka. here there's another diok. Where does the Pasuk add hint for the world of Atsilus? It writes it, af together with the world of Asiyah. So the al Rebbe says, When a yid serves Hashem here in this lowest world, is this Avaidah specifically that reaches not to the highest spiritual worlds of yitzire or Briyah, but to to Atsilus, to the highest place. The value of the Avede here in the lowest world can reach, surpass the other spiritual worlds and reaches directly to Atsilus. And therefore, Af, which hints to Atsilus, is right near Asiyeh. So this is the connection of both of these interpretations. Which one of the two kaparis is Rabbi Loza ben leaving out the kapara of Atsilus or the Kapara of Asiya? is because here this hints to us we can see that the lowest level of kappara of asiyeh is connected to the Kapara of the world of Atzilus. Just like we see the al says that the reaches all the way to Asiles, it's the same over here regarding Kapara the kapara of Asia is related to the kapara of Atzilus, and therefore the two interpretations, which one he leaves out, are both connected to one another. So that's the connection regarding what Rabullah Azariah leaves out. Now, we can say the connection between these two Pirushim goes even further. You say is Mizayah we can say even more. The Shaykhis from the Beidi Pirushim, the connection of these two interpretations here in what Rabbulazah ben Azariah's opinion is, is nit not and demferten sug. It's not only regarding the fourth category of kapara. well Rabbulazah ben Azariah is Shailul, the one that Rabbulazah ben Azariah leaves out, Atsilus or the Whether the kapara of the world of atzilus or the kapara of the world of Asiyah, nor Oich, in the sugim was but the connection is also regarding the three categories of kapara that he does count. And over here we had the two opposite interpretations. Das heist. So again, what we said before. the Either the three levels that he counts refers to the three levels of kapara corresponding to the three levels in Kalim. Kepirish Admarazokin in Bavli. The Pshat according to Dalte Rebbe in the Bavli. Then so this pshat is connected with of of to the other pshat, which is the Yerushalmi, the three levels of kapare uh, that are correspond to three levels of iris So either we're speaking about kalim or we're speaking about iris that seem to be very different, but nevertheless there's a connection between the kapare whether we refer to the kalim in the kapare or the iris in the kapara. There be it in them. So the explanation for this we can understand based on the following: Regarding the number of the thirteen attributes of mercy of Hashem, er in Pardeis pirushim. So in the pardes, he brings two meanings. What's the significance of this number thirteen? Aleph. One he says is the yud. So first the number ten, vice of the atmosphere refers to the ten spheres of the worlds of Atzilus. On the Minyan Gimel, and then the other three levels here Roshe Roshin, That refers to three levels that are the heads of the heads. In other words, it's a level that's the three levels that are above Atzilus, and that's the thirteen attributes of mercy, drawing from a very high place, which is even above Atzilus. Base, but then there's another pshat here, what these 13 attributes of mercy refer to. Yod is the s The Yod is the ten spheres of Atsilus, like we said before. And Gimel, the Gimel Olam is Biya The other three refers actually to drawing it down, drawing it down into the three worlds of B'ri, etzir and Asir that are below Atzilus. So regarding the three, in the three, in the 13 attributes of mercy, we have two interpretations here, whether, whether the three is above Atcilus. Or the three refers to bringing it down below Atsilus. And these two Pirushim, so the Rebbe here now parenthetically adds that these two interpretations, to the two biyurim in Gimel and Dalit. It also fits with the two explanations that we said before regarding Gimel and Dalid, whether Gimel is above Dalit or Gimel is below Dalit. The S spheres of Atsilus tellen sich in beginners canal. So we already said before that the ten spheres of Atzilus are divided into four categories. Bina, Zoh, and Malchus. So the Dalet refers to the ten Sviris. It's leuten and pirish, As mit gimel vert gemeint, itlas roshi roshin, shalom ailom According to the first pshat that we're saying here, that the number three refers to the heads of heads, which is above Atzilos. Kumtais as gimel, is hechafun un dalet. So this will fit with the pshat that we said before, that three is above dalet. Three is the iris, which is above dalet, which is Kalem. According to the second shot that we're saying here is Gimel, which is elam is bi'ah. Gimel refers to bringing it down from the ten spheres of Atsilis into the lower three worlds of bi'ah, niederige von So that fits with the shot that we said before, that the three is lower than the Dal, that the three refers to the Kalim, which is lower than the four, which refers even to the Oedis, that's higher than the Kalim. Okay, so that's parenthetically we could see how the two we said before regarding the number three is connected to the two over here we have regarding the three and the 13 attributes of mercy. <speaking in Hebrew> now regarding these two interpretations regarding the Yud Gilman which seem to be opposites, whether it speaks about above Atsilus or below Atsilus. So it says <speaking> in pligi, <Hebrew> there's no argument here at all. The source of the lower worlds of Biyah, where the, where the revelation of Godliness comes down lower. The source of this is from a place which is even higher than Atsilus. And therefore it's able to break out of the world of Atsilus and come down to a lower place of Biyah. So the fact that the Gimel of the Yud Gimel Midasarachmim on one hand is higher than Atsilus, that's really the source of the other Pshat, which is the fact that it's drawn down to a lower place, to Bria, Yitzira and even to Asiyah. So these two are connected. That's the Pshat that it says regarding the Yud Gimel Midasarachmim. So we can apply this also over here, regarding the two Pirushim, regarding the Chiluke Kapara, whether we're counting the Chiluke Kapara of the iris or the Chiluke Kapara of the Kalim. So based on this it comes out, Pirushim, Gimel, the two interpretations regarding the number of gimel. Gimel whether the gimel refers to Kalim, or whether the Gimel refers to Aidis. zalaze are really related one to another. And the Adarabah, on the contrary, one is a result of the other. Amid this yiner ayer. Where do you have real revelation that comes from an unlimited place that's above Atzilus, which in Ganzen that's completely removed from any level of Kaelim and therefore could be drawn down even lower into the Kaelim? Zane the class Roshir Roshin That's when you draw from a level of revelation that's higher than the world of Atzilus. On der ayer Net Mendavke Durech Bchinaz Gimel Shemayra Alakaelim Shalemata Atzilus. And therefore, in order to get this revelation of such a high place, that's completely higher than any limitation, that's able to come down to the lowest place, even into the Ke'lim of Atsilus. The concludes the Indian over here. vidigim So just as we said here, that the three lower worlds of Biyah are connected to the levels that are even above Atsilus, the same is true regarding the three categories of kapareh, mm-hmm. kapare As we said before, it's specifically the atonement that's brought to the Nishama when it's in a physical body in this world. And therefore does not include Khilulashem, which is only for the neshama, not for the Guf. So this kapata, that a person can draw down. To a lower place, even into his gulf, into his body, is because he's drawing from a higher place from the Nishama that's even higher than the four levels of Nefesh, Ruach, Nishama, Chai, Nar, viz is Mufshhatisma'agov. He draws from the highest place of the neshama, Makifar a place that's very far, Ychideh, the essence, the Yachida of the Nishama Biz, viz mit Yachid, which is completely united with Hashem, the only one, Nitzutz Nivre, Mit bayre Canal, the spark of the Nishama, which is created with the himself and the reason is It's specifically the that a yid does here below with his neshama in a guf in this world on begashmi is When a yid fulfills physically, o canal as we explained before, that the mitzvah of tshuva, like all other mitzvus, has to be fulfilled via specifically in a body. So it's specifically through this aveda that one accomplishes an Aliyah in the Neshama. It brings an elevation. For the Neshama, even higher than the level that the Neshama was on before it descended into this world. Even higher than the level of Tahaidehi, which is the world of Atzilus. So therefore we see over here that the two Pirushim that we said before regarding the Aedis and the Kalim is reflected in the Aveida of Chuva of Ayid that dafka the Tshuva that Ayid does physically in this world is the highest aveda and connects him to the highest level of his nishama even higher than the nishama was Maila when it was in the world of atsilas